Thank you for listening to Front Porch Theology. I am Jeremy, and I'm with... Baker's still here. Baker. But... Oh, look! Here he comes, the diva himself. Hey. Wait, what are you... Hold on. All right, so so Will has... He, he shows Sorry, up late. late. He shows right. up late. I see that you got the essentials before you, he, he showed up with Dr. Pepper and a stack of bologna. <laughs> well, you know. I gotta have my essentials to record. Yeah. Are we really recording? Is this actually happening? Yeah, yes, it, it is. Right now. And this will be the last was... few words that I say right now. Oh, okay. Thanks, Baker. I All thought right. this was a joke. Baker just... No, no. no I've... We listen. We we've been waiting for you for forty-five minutes to do this podcast. So we, we have leftover bologna in the fridge at the church from Tailgate Church. <laughs> You're so excited by that. I love bologna. <laughs> All right. So today we and oh, sorry, I love Dr. Pepper. True. So today we're going to be. Uh, this is by brought to you by the doctor himself, not Fauci, but Pepper, Doctor Pepper, and Pepper, MD, MD. That's right. And uh, we're going to be talking about. Um, okay, so the best way to put this is, I'm trying to think how how to title this. It is what should Christians wear? Yeah. Is that is that is that the best way to put it? No. Okay. Well, what's the best way? What's 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 the best way to title this? The best way to title this is objective beauty. No. Objective standard for modesty. No. Um. Dress codes for Christians. <laughs> Heaven's dress code. <laughs> yeah. The devil's advocate wears Prada. Here it is. The devil's advocate wears Prada. All right, so we're going to be talking about that, and there's a lot. This is just a really interesting topic. So this we're going to cover so many things. We're going to cover like how oh, you should dress holy. at church, yeah. How you should dress oh, at the God. office, oh, Jeremy. I knew, I knew that's that one. Um, <laughs> in a counseling setting, Jeremy. Um, All right, okay. So let's let's. What you should wear on stage when you're leading worship, Baker. So it sounds like you have standards. I do have standards. Do you have standards for modesty? Yeah. Okay, so let's let let's. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, because <laughs> you're you're throwing out there that you're kind of holding your I'm position. I'm just messing with different. you guys. I, but no, no, don't think, back off now. No, no, you no, have standards. I, I am messing with you guys, but I do think it matters. It does matter. So, it's, so okay. it's not a meaningless conversation. Our dress code says something about us. It says something. So it's really funny. You said yesterday that I either really care about what I'm wearing. <laughs> Or I don't yeah, care about what I'm wearing. There is no in between with you. You either look like a homeless slob, or like. <laughs> Do you think I look like, like a homeless a, slob right now? Right now, yes. Oh, yes. come on now. Yeah, you look like Leslie got me the shirt. You Leslie look like Paul. I found you out back in the alley behind the church, <laughs> leaned up against the dumpster, asleep, begging for baloney. That's what you look All like right, right. now. Um, right. Or the the other the other Jeremy is like sweater vest college professor Jeremy. You're right. you're either one or the other. It's There's true. no in between with it's you. True. So that's because we agree on this in principle, which is which is the setting should dictate how we dress. Right. Okay. So let let me explain why I dress the way I do because I feel like this is more of an intervention than a podcast. Um, it's a I, recorded intervention. Yeah. So if, so if you <laughs> so if you need help again, I can just tell you to listen to it. <laughs> Remember what we talked about yesterday? All right. So I, I will wear. So it, it's really interesting. I don't. I do like sweater vests, but I, I I wear sweaters and sweater vests and those things when I'm teaching because I think it's not a distraction. If I went up there with my D and D T shirt on and my nice Adidas shorts, so let me, yeah, that happen to so have a Jeremy stain. Jeremy right now is wearing Adidas black Adidas shorts with 
two stains on them. What's a Play-Doh stain from playing with my kids today? Yeah, that's they're dirty. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> and then a black T-shirt that says "Jesus saves, everyone else takes two D twelve damage." Oh, that's a good joke. Which I don't understand what any of that means. It's a it's a D, it's a Dungeons and Dragons. He's shirt. wearing a braided bracelet, which is probably a gift from a child from my daughter. He's wearing a like callow, stretchy um, yeah ring. I, I feel like wedding well, ring. Yeah. So I'm wearing black, black, and black, and some nice and silver, classy gray sandals. Silver gray flip flops. Yeah. So okay, I when you say all of that. I think I look pretty good, but you look at me and you say homeless man. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So I I want to yeah, Baker. You're you're wearing very similar things. Than I am. <laughs> Baker. But usually, Baker doesn't look like a homeless guy. Baker usually doesn't dress the same way as you. But no, wait, he does, but, he did but you would not yeah, say that he's a homeless looking guy. Because his clothes are clean. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stains on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what? Homeless people are just covered in mustard stains. They love the mustard. All right. So here we go. Um, I I do think that there is a so I wear what I wear when I and I actually on purpose. Julie made fun of me recently because she goes, I was wearing a pair of shorts and a Dunder Mifflin shirt to do counseling. She goes, Are you wearing that to do counseling? I said I am, and there's a reason why. It is not simply because I'm like no, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, dress nice. Um, it it's truly because I don't want. I, there is I think people tend to be more open, and I'll and I'll give you an, an another strategy. I'm, I'm being serious with men specifically, but that that if I have that therapist look, it is a different feel in the conversation than if I am than I'm I, that I'm someone who's a friend. Right. Um, with men, uh, I don't think that matters as much though it because they're already off put by counseling for the most part mm-hmm. but what i've learned with men if i can take a man and say hey let's go driving i i can go driving with a guy and he'll open up a thousand percent more than if he's sitting in an office with me and the reason being is because it's not a counselor setting or i'm not feeling like i'm talking to a counselor but i'm feeling like i'm talking just to a buddy um and so that's some of the reasons by it i don't mind i really don't mind getting dressed up i wore a tie and a shirt for a decade um yeah. every day. Yeah. So I don't I don't mind that. Um it's so I'm I am not picky on what I dress. So like your sister made a joke one time. She goes, I can tell whether or not you're preaching they have a game. Uh Jamie and her husband. Yeah. You heard this Justin, game. yeah. Yeah. They have a game by what my hair looks like will tell everything <laughs> about what I'm doing that day. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. And I wasn't aware of that. So I don't I don't know if if maybe I need to take care of my hair better. I don't know. Do I, my, does my hair typically look bad? Surprisingly, your hair looks great today. Well, you know, there you go. I feel like it's the only thing you paid attention to. <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to it. Oh, does okay. my hair normally look bad? Don't don't make me answer this. No, on I'm the curious. Podcast. I don't mind. Does my hair does my hair look yeah, bad? It normally looks awful. Does it really? Does it no, like stick it up? And- no, but sometimes sometimes it's clearly not fixed. Do you put like you put like product in it? I think when you're when you're trying to when you get your sweater vest look on. I I do. You put I have some a, kind of product I have in a bad it, and you like you slick it down a yeah. little bit. So yeah. sometimes if it's if there's no product, it, it yeah. gets a little alpha alpha look in the back. Well, okay, so bit. that's why I do it when I'm teaching because I have a double crown, and so it sticks up there. Double like, crown, yeah, yeah. It's so it's a real pain. All all my uh, what they're not called beauty salonists. You have a double crown. Yeah, do you know what that is? I guess it means there's two of the parts where I your part hair goes hair different way. ways. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I would almost want to do a whole other podcast episode about that. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. All right, so, it's so interesting. T- talk to me about about your about your dress 
And then I want and then I want to talk about like what should what should Christians wear at a corporate gathering? Does it matter? So I yeah, I, I think what's what's interesting is you and I in principle agree a lot. Like I think I think the yeah. setting and what you're doing does dictate. Right. Um so like yesterday we were in the office and um you were wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt yesterday. <laughs> I had four of them, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Fun fact about that. Jeremy's <laughs> very first staff picture ever for New Heights Church, he's wearing a Dunder Mifflin t-shirt. Hey, it's not a Mickey Mouse shirt. So I would say that, <laughs> yeah, Patrick, <laughs> Pastor Patrick. Um, but, like, so I would say the setting, it you know, dictates the dress code. And that would include counseling. It would include yeah. um, staff pictures, things like that. Yeah. So, like, but as long as you... You have put thought into what you're wearing, clearly. I do. So there's an intentionality. So like, I'm okay with that. Um, you're, you're not, you're not um, flippant with with your with your clothes. So even even like, uh, so I had we were in the office yesterday. Is yeah. what I was going to say. Sorry, we were in the office yesterday, and I had three or four counseling sessions yesterday, and I wore a shirt with a collar on it, like a button down mm-hmm. shirt, but I still wore jeans and boots, like a like I would any other day, but I. I intentionally, instead of putting on a T-shirt, I put on a shirt, a button-down shirt, because I was doing counseling and I wanted to look. A it might more surprise you. Here's the crazy part: it's this. Will, I want to intimidate my <laughs> my counseling people. So this may surprise you. I pick out what I'm going to wear the day before. I laid this out. That is very shocking. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. Like so, just keep that in mind when you're like, "What the crap did you roll into?" Hey, I'm Julie, like, have you seen my stand? <laughs> Basketball listen, shorts? No, listen. I'll say, hey, have you seen uh, the night before? Hey, have you seen those shorts? And she goes, they're in the laundry. I'm like, they're not dirty yet. She's like, you wore them once. They're dirty. And I'm like, no, they're my, they're my, my, they're not, I've worn them, but they're not quite dirty yet, pile. And it drives her nuts because I believe yeah. wholeheartedly in just because you wear it one time, I don't think it's, it should be, you know. Yeah. So I bought a lot of plain T-shirts, yeah. actually, for this reason, so I could wear them to work and counseling and things like that, um, and not and not have like Jesus saves everyone <laughs> gets two D twelve damage. I'm not meeting anybody today. I wasn't like so. I wanted I wanted T-shirts that were so like for comfort. I just want to wear a T-shirt, but for professionalism, I don't want my shirt to say anything. Gotcha. Well, so I, that was number, my my intention. Number one, I'm not meeting anyone today. And you so, mean me? Well, you, but yeah. But this shows you don't care about me. No, listen. I it's this. I how often have I invited you to a D and D thing? Never. Not true. You've never invited not me. True at all. To D and D. Listen, I'm not James. Don't get me started on him. By the way, he invited me to go to the casino, and I've never yeah, gone. Yeah, I heard you I guys s- were going to go. Sat by the road for 30 minutes. Actually, about 20. But waiting for he him. He never to show showed up, up. Never showed up. Wow. Yeah. Chris Sowards, yeah, put on fancy shoes. Was yeah, ready I heard to go. He had his fancy shoes on. Yeah, he, he, had a, he had a vest that had little cartoon pictures of money on them. Like yeah. he, he was, he was super pumped, man. Um, anyways, well, I, he dressed the part. So, he, like Chris Sowards, evidently knows that you dress for the occasion. Right, dude, I was dressed really nice for that. For the casino, yeah, I was. Okay, yeah. What, I were, was, you, what were you wearing? I was, I was wearing a pair of. Uh, I had my gray. So I went. I, I was Bollywood, which if you don't know, that's my alter ego. <laughs> uh, when when I when I do when I gamble. Which has only been one time with Will, but at a staff retreat. Yeah, but it was it was yeah, a great I, persona. I wear my gray. I have gray pair of pants and a black polo with black sunglasses. Yeah, and a black Nike hat. Um, now I, I did have security called on me or police calling me at the bottom of the street wearing this because people <laughs> were wondering what's happening. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, but you I, looked a little suspicious. I did. Um, but I was I was ready to go. Um, but okay. So should is there 
a Sunday's best? Should Christians dress up nice for church? Should we come in jammies, jam jams, jammies, however you pronounce it? Jam jams. <laughs> That's what I call them at the house. Like, go put on your jam jams. Yeah. So what do you think? So, is there a dress code? Does Jesus is, does Jesus say, hey, you're... No, I don't think there's a dress. I don't think there's a dress code for church. I, I think Sunday come best... Listen, I think I think Sunday best is birthed out of a tradition of. I mean, think about it this way: like in the late eighteen hundreds, yeah. um, going into the early twentieth century, they probably had stains on their shorts. They well, they probably did, but like, um, but they one. think think of like think of the think of the late nineteenth century, like Wild West yeah. and stuff. Those guys would go out and like work on the railroad with like suspenders and vests and a bow tie on. Yeah. Like people were crazy. They dressed up all the time, like what we would call dressed up. Mm-hmm. And so that was just like the norm. And then when you started going into like the 20th century, um, laborers started dressing not so fancy looking. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that when they had the weekends off, they would retain that like okay, I've been I've been working in coal mines all week, so I'm going to wear my Sunday best to to church on Sunday. Um, so I think some of that has just been like history and culture that shaped that. Um, the culture we live in in the 21st century just doesn't necessitate that kind of lifestyle as much. Um, okay. So, but so, you you have to believe in some sort of dress code. If I wore a pair of shorts that so, said "juicy" on the butt, you would have an issue. So with there, that. there are there are yeah. So like I would. There has to for be for many reasons. Yes. <laughs> Lots of reasons. Even if I didn't wear it, but you knew I owned them. So yeah, of course there's a dress code. Like yeah, if if someone came to church in a swimsuit, yeah, like <laughs> like I'm gonna say something to them. Like yeah, you're you're a little bit of a distraction. Getting baptized, right? It's like, it's like yeah, if a guy comes in with with no shirt on, yeah, right. It's like okay, that's a little distracting. Yeah. So, so what we should wear should not be distracting. Yeah, but it shouldn't be distracting, and I I think. I think you should care about your appearance too. Okay. And so that the reason I say I don't think there should be a dress code is because what you're wearing right now, you <laughs> what you're wearing right now, you care about your appearance and you, you think it looks fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you preface it. You think it looks okay. But but you're uh, not you're not walking in somewhere carelessly, right? And and the same with me. So yeah. like uh, we we have thought we've put thought into what we're wearing, and we're not we're not being offensive with our clothing or anything like that. So like, okay. I think as long as those parameters are observed, you're not careless, you're not <sighs> offensive. Big there's, church, hats. there's modesty, um, which we'll get to in a minute. I know. Um, as long as those things are there, then I think I think it's appropriate. Do you think big church hats are a problem? Big church hats. You know, you know <laughs> do I think about. they're a problem? Yeah, like like no. it, that's I mean, they're a not at New Heights. <laughs> so if if a woman walked in here with a like a big like East it looked church like hat. the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some churches people wear those. It, yeah. Would you? Is that like? Mm, what are you trying to do? No, I think it'd be totally fine. I don't care. You don't think it'd be a distraction? No, I think it'd be a distraction. What about a little church hat? Okay. <laughs> Same size <laughs> or same shape, just a little one. Yeah, just smaller, um, like, like a yarmulke. Um, all right, so okay, so th- this is this is kind of my, so what a lot I of things to. could be a distraction. Right. So, but who, that doesn't mean it. Yeah, who gets to determine what's right. a distraction? I had so if I say so, lots of guys in our church wear baseball hats. Yes, like 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 I got one on right now. Baker's wearing one right now. Um, I've preached in them multiple times. Um, so like. But for some people, they would say that bothers them, right? So right. it could be a distraction. There's a lot of people that take off their hats when they pray. I noticed that. 
I started doing it. I didn't used to. So I th- I just Someone told me they, that they were they were offended that I didn't take yeah. my hat off when I prayed. They actually told me they didn't mind me wearing it when I preached and stuff, but if I didn't take it off when I prayed, it offended them. And that, that's a good example of like just brotherly affection and love and respect. And it's like, okay, I'll, I can do that. Like I can lay that. I think yeah. I have the liberty to keep my hat on when I pray. I don't think God's mad at me for that. No. But if it offends my brother or sister in Christ, I want to. Well, it's kind of weird because there's actually talks of covering your head when you pray in Scripture. Yeah. I'm not saying that we you should wear a hat. Like, put on your hat when you pray. Um, if you forgot your hat today, we have them in the back. <laughs> Everyone get a hat. But what's funny is how that's become a tradition when the biblical tradition right. in that in that in that world was to cover your head. Right, but you cannot completely isolate from the culture you live in. Which is gonna, where we're going to end up right. finding ourselves. You cannot isolate from the culture you're in. Yeah. And so, as much as we would want to, we, we only want to be biblicists. We yeah. only want to worry about what the Bible says. But you have to pay attention to the culture you're in. If something, if something in our culture is offensive, um, then then we have to be mindful of that. So, but some things in our culture are offensive for silly reasons, so and this, some of that can die. This is where I find myself, and I've and we've talked about this before. When it and where okay, so I look at this. There were times where Israel wanted to be like everybody else about around the, about the cultures around them, and it got them in trouble. Mm-hmm. And there's times where you can try to redeem something. There's times where I say, hey, you just got to be different. Um, and and so that that's a fine line. So okay, don't isolate yourself from the culture, but also don't don't become like the fallen culture around you. Mm-hmm. And so that I think there's a, a fine. Now I would agree with you. I don't. I I mean, uh, I don't care what people wear as long as it's not a distraction. I probably would be distracted by a big hat, but at the same time, I wouldn't think that they're sinning. I would say like I need to be able to focus on the sermon. That's a me issue. Yeah. Not not the hat right. wear. Um, yeah, and if you said, like, you think that woman should get rid of that hat? I'd be I, like, you worry about you, yeah, brother. Yeah, right. You, 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 right. No, I, and I, but, but what's interesting is that you took a different approach with someone saying, hey, like, can you take off your hat when you pray? Mm-hmm. Now, what, how do we, how do we decide? How do we know when, hey, I should approach them and say something versus. So that's, a, that's where I think culture plays a part okay. because there is a cultural understanding. Like, like in the same sense that you remove gotcha. your hat for the national anthem, right. because it because removing your hat in our modern culture is a sign of respect. Yeah. So, so the, for a man, the woman wearing, yeah, the woman wearing the big hat. I mean, that maybe she's from Georgia. Yeah, I hear they wear big hats. Georgians love big they hats. Love <laughs> Everyone knows this. Yeah. So, so, but maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe she thought it was. You a remember war. when I preached at the at the Baptist convention? Mm, no. um, yes, I do. And I wore a suit. And everyone flipped out. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone was like, Will's was a br- in a suit. It was a brown like, suit. It was a brown suit? I think so. I think it was a blue suit. I mean, it was a blue suit? It was, it was a power suit. Oh. It looks great on Okay. Me. Okay. Um, it was a blue suit. Okay. But, so, but everyone was, like, flipping out because they know that I'm not, like, a suit guy. Yeah. And I felt bad because I, I feel like I caused more of a distraction. I was trying to, like, fit into the culture of, like, that's I was funny. preaching to a room full of, like, more traditional pastors. So, okay, so in all seriousness, that's why when I when we merged and people asked me about wearing, like, a sweater vest, I stopped wearing sweater vests. I've noticed that, yeah. Because of that. I like I I'm not trying to be funny when I wear sweater vests. Yeah. And so when I'm up there, I on I stopped wearing them because it became a funny gag. Right. And I'm like I don't want to be a funny gag when I'm right. up there teaching. We're we're talking about Jesus. I'm not doing. You a also gag. mentioned something one time to me that the building that the Valley Campus was meeting in. Yeah. Had a different feel than the building that the Milton it, Campus was meeting in. No, no, it was the school. Or the or the school. It was the school. Yeah. Okay, the school yeah. was a very different feel than than the Valley building. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. 
So, like, that's interesting to me that, that you would dress differently because of the architecture of the building. Yeah, I th- there was a def- there's a much there was a much different feel. So I understand yeah. why you think that. I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would change my dress. Well, so, so here, here's the, the point. The occasion is the same. The occasion is the same. Well, I, well, that's it's because I don't, I don't really, at my heart, I don't think Jesus cares. It's more or less right. do I don't want to be a distraction to to other people, and I want to j- just like the lighting changes things. It, lighting mm-hmm. change. I mean, it, there's a lot with the, with the aesthetics that changes, and I think I, I'm okay with kind of kind of following along with that if, if it calls to if it calls to right. the, if, I, if I need to but but that that's the thing I I, tr- I think it's funny because I am not known for being a snazzy dresser on staff but um it not is at all. not at all but it, it, it's one of those things I think I do think a lot about um but yeah no the uh but I, st- I stopped doing that because I thought I thought it it created like oh it's here this is funny here he is wearing a sweater vest he's the sweater vest pastor yeah I understand that and so I stopped yeah. doing it yeah uh and not that I, it which stinks because I have a couple that I really like well, I'm I for one am thankful that we made fun of it enough <laughs> that you stopped wearing it. Um, so, I want to bring before we get into modesty, yeah. I wanted to bring scripture into the conversation. That's a good idea. Usually, sure. um, the Bible doesn't speak a whole lot about what you wear. Um, James uh, chapter two does give this insight. Um, tells the church if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man you stand over there or sit down at my feet have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts Um, that's speaking against the sin of prejudice and partiality based on what someone wears Um, so so you said Jesus does not care um, yeah. What you wear, um, as it, long as long as you're yeah. being respectful, yeah, um, it's all about the heart. If, right. As long as you're not trying to distract or. And First Samuel tells us the truth about God that God looks at the heart, not the outward appearance. And so, like at, at principle, at its at its its root, um, Jesus does look at our hearts, not not primarily what we're wearing. Yeah. So this comes to but then we get into the issue of modesty, modesty, which is a really tough issue. Um, so we see that um, right. First Timothy talks about this. Likewise, also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control. It talks not with braided hair, which will come to the culture part, and gold and pearls or costly attire, um, but with but what is proper for women who profess godliness and good works. Some of that is cultural. Some of that I don't think is. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that's a good principle and then gives examples of it. Right. So, so this isn't just for women. Modesty is called for men and women. I think this is he's writing to a specific church where this is a, there's obviously an issue. Have you heard that new song "Modest Is Hottest" by Matthew West? No, no. Have you heard it, Baker? No, I don't believe that. Oh man! Just for the record, y'all should listen to it. I, I don't. It's been made fun of all over TikTok. Yeah, it should be because it's silly. Because okay, this is. This I think is, he made it in a joking way. Good. It, he was he was being a little bit facetious. All right, so uh, let me let me kind of put my cards on the table. I tend to be more of a modest hawk with my own family. A modest what? Hawk. Hawk. Like, yeah, like I want. I I, I call. I want my daughter to be modest. I want my son to be modest. Yeah. So when we go to the pool, at, you know, he wears usually a swim shirt. Yeah. Um, and. I, not not because I think my son has rippling abs and is causing women to r- <laughs> lust, uh, but because I do want to put into him like your like there is a protection you need to have of your body, um, and that you need to take in you you want to be a modest person because there is some, for for the Lord not uh, and and because there's I feel really uncomfortable when we 
paint modesty as you were immodest and therefore you called someone else to sin. Um, and I've seen that in Christian schools, right, that where girls are set, separated, they're had to talk to because their shirts are too tight and pants mm-hmm. too tight. Right. Ladies are causing men to sin. Um, men are lusting, and that they're that's the ones the, guilty of their the problem, sin. Right, right. right. Um, but there, there is a, out of a love for each other, there, there's something we're, we're, we are called to modesty mm-hmm. uh, for the love of the Lord and for the love of our brother and sisters. And respect for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. But not, not to keep others from sinning. It, that, I, I would agree with that. That's, that's not the issue at hand. And, um, yeah, if someone's lusting after you, the person lusting needs to be dealt with, not... Yeah. Not the object of the lust. There is, I think, there's a lack. There can be a lack of wisdom on the other side. Yeah, but so, culture, culture. I think culture appropriates modesty too. Yeah. Um, so this, which, which this makes is, it difficult. Right? This is maybe where. So, like culturally, it's not it's not immodest for uh, a boy to not wear a shirt in the pool. The, okay, so this is where I kind of think... in that setting. I, okay, I would agree with that. I think this is where I wonder where we've become numb. Yeah. Okay, so if a if a, we okay, I asked a question to someone, a, a yeah. young lady yesterday. Yeah. Have you lusted at a man who had a shirt off at the pool? And she said, I wouldn't call it lust. I mean, I looked and thought that yeah. he's attractive. Okay, what if I said that exact same thing about a woman that didn't have a shirt on? If yeah. I went to like a a nudist a nude beach, beach. topless beach, yeah. yeah, and I said, oh, I, I mean, I didn't lust, but I I looked at her and was like, man, she was attractive. Yeah. Like you'd be like, no, you lost it. Right. Like yeah. you were, <laughs> so like, I'd be like, we gotta have a talk. <laughs> right. Like you stop going to those beaches. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Listen. I, okay. So when I when I was in Europe, we did no go more to, Europe trips we, for you. We, we did go to a nude beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why my parents said, hey, you gotta see this. Um, kind of a weird family trip. <laughs> a little insight to the Barry household. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. Yeah. It it wasn't at eight an eighteen. Wasn't year old. as exciting as you thought it would be. It was pe- no. It was quite the opposite. It was quite the opposite. It was people who were like, you know, <laughs> no one's ever they've, wanted to see me naked. I want to go where it's permitted. They've given up on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was scarring. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyways. And that's and that's and there's the PTSD. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's obviously a beach of creepers. That's what I think. But right. anyways, the you, you have a um, – so, yeah, I'm curious where has where – has, where, where have we become numb to things? And can – if we – if we succumb to culture who doesn't have a godly view of modesty, can't we find ourselves on the wrong side? Of course. Yeah, I would agree. Of course of course, you can. Like if it became normalized for women to be topless or yeah. or just like nudity in general became more normalized, then yeah, of course, we, we, can't, just, we can't just say, well, that's the way our culture is going, so yeah. that's just the way we're going to be. Um, so yeah, I, I think that um, – Culture does set the tone in some sense, but it can't be the tone, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, scripturally, it, it doesn't it doesn't give proper swimwear in the Bible. <laughs> so, um, so you know, it's like we've all heard stories about like the youth group trips and they you know no mixed swimming, like Ugh, boys and yeah. girls have to swim separately and whatnot. And um, so the the danger of the the that type of stuff. Is is the purity culture thing? Yes. So like that's what we've got to we've got to chart a course in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Because I think I think too far on one end can can result in this carelessness that we don't care about um, modesty at all. Too far on the other end can create this legalistic culture and this purity culture yeah. where all viewings of of 
the opposite sex are bad yeah. or encounters with the opposite sex are bad. And, and that you should or not. there's this fear of the opposite sex. Right. right? That's, that's very dangerous. So I, uh, the, and you know where this stems from, but the, even the, the fear of trying or the, the, the silliness of trying to create asexual children. Right. Like they're, they're going to have sexual preferences and attractions and it's mm-hmm. easier to deal with it and even teach them within that versus to be acknowledge like, this is there. You have that. Yeah. Now deal with it in a proper way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, rather than pre- like say you, you should never think about anyone ever. Yeah. You, you shouldn't. I mean, listen, I, I've to the point of like, you shouldn't. Um, I mean, it's so, it's so interesting to me. I, um, I, I worked for a principal and I love that he said this to the kids one time. He goes, listen, man, I don't, these, these are someone else's daughters. This is, this mm-hmm. is, these are God's children. I, so he's talking to the teenage boys. He goes, I don't want you to be sneaking around kissing these girls. Yeah. But I want you to want to kiss them. Yeah. But I, <laughs> which, which is interesting. I love that. Because right. cause there is a, hey, like, I, you should anticipate. Mm-hmm. And wa- I mean, it's, it is sex and those things are not an ungodly thing. They are a godly thing to be done in a godly way. And so it, uh, there is there is a room for modesty, but there's also a room for teaching anticipation and even and hey like there's a time and a place that's coming for that and mm-hmm. so but but i think sometimes we go with the extreme end of modesty and right. then and yeah you wear turtlenecks and burkas yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you it, would you would never wear a burka or a turtleneck or i, I would listen i definitely would not wear a turtleneck there's a comedian that said this that you wear flip-flops in the snow like you oh uh, well first off i have a really sensitive you're neck. not covering up i have a very sensitive you're pretty neck. immodest <laughs> you're always you're always showing a lot of skin i have a very sensitive neck uh and i mean sensitive i'm neck. serious i i'm not this is not a joke i have a very very sensitive neck this side is very sensitive a turtleneck there's a comedian that said this and it, it hit home with me that a turtleneck feels like a very very weak man strangling you <laughs> All day, <laughs> all day long. So that's exactly what it feels like. I could never, I could never do that. It would just be the worst feeling. Like if I get a haircut, I can. T- I'm, this is not a joke. Julie could testify to this. If there's one hair in my collar, I can feel it and I can't wear it. Mm-hmm. I go with tweezers after I get a haircut and I take the hairs out of my collar because it drives me nuts. Yeah. So I, I, I have a very sensitive neck. I could never do turtlenecks. Burkas depends what the material's made out of. Okay. Yeah. But men don't typically wear burkas, so I don't have to really worry about that. Depends where ch- where culture goes. <laughs> Maybe that becomes fashion. Yeah, um, so anyways. I know you try to stay on the cutting edge of fashion. Okay, so if fashion ever became like okay, so I look at this like if fashion if it became fashionable, which I still have a prediction one day it'll be fashionable for men to have like binkies, like the little like the little like what, a pacifier. Pacifier, yeah, it's gonna happen one day. Listen, it's gonna. Look, it, it was fashionable for to put like a whatever Nelly had. Was it a Band-Aid on his face? Was that fashionable? He's literally the only person that well, ever did that. It, I'm sure you can't call that a fashion trend when there's one it was, guy. It was that an attempt. It. it was an attempt. He tried to start something. It didn't really work. <laughs> there will be. Listen, I'm telling you, if there was a fashion trend of men to suck on binkies. Would you would you encourage that fashion trend? Would you be like, no, this is where you stay on your ground? Like, I'm curious. I'm seriously curious. What kind of question is this? Well, it's a question because this is not a, a, sucking binkies is not an unbiblical thing, but it's 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 a principle, and I'm curious. Where would you go with that? I'd draw the line. Absolutely, no man in this church will I'm, be I'm sucking being, on a binky. <laughs> Do you understand why I'm asking you this? No, I have no idea okay, why you're asking. So, because the principle of manhood is is an opposition of sucking on a binky. 
Yeah. So, like, th- therefore, your standard isn't the. This is what the Bible says, but it is based off the what you believe a man to be. So you right. shouldn't be doing this fashion statement. Right. So the fashion statement. So instead of following the cultural fashion statement, and you not, need even, to stand not even not even following a biblical one, it's like and you stand your ground because it's rooted in what babies do, and you're not a baby. Yeah. So there's what I'm saying there's other things. Yeah, there would be a, there would be a precedent to stand your ground on that, even though it's not even there's not chapter and verse. Yeah. to say it, there would be a precedent to stand against stupidity like that because <laughs> so the sermon between stupid fashion statements. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So, but I'm. But the re- this is why I say all that is there are some people who look at fashion statements and they're like, no, those are stupid ones. Yeah. You know, it, like you know what I'm saying. Like, if an older person might, I'm not trying to. I don't know what a fashion say. I have no clue what's fashionable right now. Obviously. So, so <laughs> I was hoping D and D shirts would be fashionable, but it's obviously not. Uh, black on black on black. Um, well, that kind of is sometimes. Yeah. Kind of is, yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm doing well. Um. So what's a, what's something that's fashionable currently? I don't know. I'm I'm already too old to be out of fashion okay i'm not cutting edge on the fashion trend the 80s thing's coming back right some yeah. vintage clothing fanny packs are coming back fanny packs yeah i met i met with someone today in our church that had a fanny pack on they're, okay, they're super practical i i, I they acknowledge look goofy that. <laughs> get out, not on everybody some people pull it off you know okay yeah that, that is remember true. when jimmy used to wear one I don't he, really think he pulled it off. He didn't pull it off. He, yeah. But he wore one. He did wear one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to say something. I have a friend who uh, would say this to me. You can pull off anything you're willing to wear. The key part of that is you can pull it off. People yeah. might not think that right. you are pulling it off, but you can pull off anything you're willing to wear. That's true. Well, so the reason I look. Some people say function over fashion, so they don't care what it looks like. They just wear a fanny pack. So, scr- so Some people say function and fashion is a fanny pack. I, I know the have big, it both ways. I know the biggie thing was random, but there is a talk of men not dressing up like women and men acting like men. It, yes. And right. so th- that, that was what I was getting at is that there is fashion that goes against the examples, principles set by the scripture. examples in the, in the scriptures are very cultural, like like head coverings, for example. Yeah. Like when we preached through First Corinthians, we had yeah. to preach about head coverings. That's a tough sermon because you have to Bra- deal with braided it. Braided hair is an example braided of ha- cultural. Braided hair, jewelry, that kind of thing. Um, so you have to acknowledge those are cultural examples, but you really have to dig in and see what are the principles there. Yeah. And that men should look like men, women should look like women. What does that look like in your culture? Yeah, so that means men shouldn't suck on binkies, right? Um, coming trend, just letting you know it's coming, and or or like the idea of was it Will Smith's son wearing was it like a dress? That's a big, that was a thing that was coming about, like men dresses. Yeah, I think so. Now that's not something like I wouldn't, you know. Anyways, now like a over kilt, a longer okay. period of time, like I'm probably like not decades, but but centuries. Yeah. Uh, fashion can change. Sure, kilts so, is a really good example. Right. So, so I would be opposed to like an American man wearing a dress to church. Yeah. Like, no, you're dressing like a woman. You need to stop it. Like, if if a man wore a dress to New Heights Church, we would say something. But like, you take the African. But if garden, we were in like, Scotland, yeah, and it or, was a kilt, yeah, I would understand, right? And then, and then, yeah, like over centuries or longer periods of fashion trends, um, those norms could change to where like. Jesus's tunic could be said to be sort of a dress type of yeah. thing, and so like those those types of things can change over time. And so if it's if it's like normal in in culture and society, men look like this, women look like this. Then listen, if tunics ever come back around, I will be the first one to support a tunic. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you check out past episodes and stay tuned for more. 
because next week it's going to be a banger. There's going to be really a, a super controversial topic next week. <laughs> I am like a little bit nervous for that. Oh, my gosh. But kind of excited, too. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and peace be with you.